way too many people worry about their past and it prevents them from having a great future. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. So I bumped into an old friend today and we were having a bit of a chat around just some mindset patterns that had popped up for him. And I really wanted to share why it's so important to keep moving forward. And remember that the past is the past. It's a stepping stone to your future. It doesn't define your future unless you keep repeating it. So let's talk about it. Anyway, for those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo, founder of Mojo Human Performance Institute, where we focus on business and mindset optimization for driven mofos. The reason why I do these episodes is that most people waste their life and I just don't want you to be one of them. Anyway, I bumped into an old friend and an old client today who had been to some of our events and we're just having a bit of a chat and he's had some issues and some challenges in his life. It's been pretty challenging for him, but we're just talking about the past just in general. And something that I mentioned is that the past is just a stepping stone for the future. And what I've found is that so many people in our society get caught up in their past, what they've done, what they've done wrong, the things to feel guilty about, the things that they feel ashamed of, when the truth really is that everyone has a little black box inside of their head that they trap a whole bunch of shit in that they wish that no one ever finds. And that is because they have a lot of shame and guilt. Now, the more you have shame and guilt in your life, the more you limit your earning potential and your earning capacity because you will downplay your life to the extent at which you could play it because you're afraid that people find out things about you and you don't want the attention You don't want people coming out of the woodwork talking shit about what you've done in the past. But the truth is that we all fuck up. We all do things that we're not proud of in life. Now, if you can learn from those things, they're just part of your story. Whereas if you don't learn from them, you're bound to repeat them. Or if you're ashamed of them, again, you'll just lock up a bunch of things that have happened in your past and you'll hide it in a little black box and then pretend that you don't have it until those things pop up. Now, you've probably heard me talk on other episodes about this, I don't know what to call it, but I just call it the Jesus persona or the Jesus mentality, where there's a bunch of people in our society that think that we all should be Jesus, where you know we can walk on water and we're all these perfect people, we should act perfectly. But that's not how life works. Life works by mainly making mistakes and learning from them. And so I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. They're not even mistakes, really. They're just lessons. They're things that I've learned. There's things that I've done when I was younger that I'm not proud of. You know, I got expelled from school. Well, I almost got a court summons and whatever could have happened, I don't know. But I used a, I guess you could say a weapon in a fight because I was threatened with an iron bar or an iron pole when I was younger and ended up in this big fight and could have gone to jail for that, but I was underage. So that was something, you know, I've been stabbed in the side of the head with a bottle. I ended up in hospital with broken teeth and a broken nose from a fight that I was in. Another fight, I was pretty aggressive when I was younger. There's a lot of stupid shit that I've done from relationships, relationship fuck-ups to family issues that I had. And that's just all part of my past. I used to drink a lot and go out and party a lot. There was a lot of, I guess, a lot of crazy stuff that I used to do. But that's all part of what made me who I am today. And a lot of those lessons I take into today, just being the person that I am today. And I think that if you're listening to this and you're ashamed of your past and you feel guilty about the things that you've done, I don't think you need to be. Because it makes you who you are today. And I've had people who have come to our Thrive Time event and they've essentially come out of jail. And within two weeks, they're at our Thrive Time event saying, Michael, you know, I need to be a better person. I need to improve myself. I have more respect for a person like that who is willing to admit their faults 
willing to admit their mess ups and their mistakes from the past and they've learned from them, they want to move forward. Then people who pretend that they're perfect and pretend that they, you know, are this amazing human being that always gets everything right and judges everybody else for the mistakes that they've made in the past and not giving other people opportunities and are the first people to point out why people make mistakes or why people are wrong or why you can't trust people because of their past. I don't think that that's a great way to live. I think that it's a way that most people live, but it's not a great idea to live that way because when you do, you're always going to be ashamed of your past mistakes as well. And I've seen a lot of stuff come out in the media where, you know, certain celebrities do the, I guess you could say the wrong thing, but they're learning their own lesson as well. And society pedestals them and thinks that they're these perfect human beings that should get everything right. I see it with professional athletes where parents will say, you know, athletes shouldn't act that way. You know, our kids look up to them. If your kids look up to athletes, then you're doing probably not the best job as a parent. And maybe that's a little bit of reflection that needs to happen in our society. If kids are looking up to athletes and thinking that they're the perfect person and act the perfect way, that's setting them up for failure. That says more about the parents than it does the kids. Most athletes are young. They're under 30. Most professional athletes are at their prime in their late teens to early 20s. That means that they haven't even developed, especially if they're males, haven't even developed the prefrontal cortex yet where they can get effective decision making, where they can think intelligently about, I guess you could say intelligently about the situations that they're in. So a lot of the time they're just trying to figure it out. If you're a female, you might figure that stuff out a little bit younger because the prefrontal cortex based on neuroscience comes online a little bit earlier than what males do. So we're essentially making young kids look up to people who haven't even figured out how to think effectively in most cases and will tend to be more reactive, base their decisions based more on primitive thinking, which is sex, drugs, party, you know, having fun, getting out there, running amok. So for most people, they don't even really start to think effectively about life until their 30s. And so our society is so wrapped up on putting all these pressure on these young people to make them perfect but what it actually does is it suppresses their learning. It suppresses them from going out, having fun, partying, running amok, doing crazy stuff. And sometimes you see athletes going out in their 30s and 40s and maybe even 50s doing crazy shit because they never had an opportunity to do it when they're younger where the consequences are a lot less. Imagine giving a 18 to 25 year old millions of dollars and then making them act as though they're perfect. They can't go out, party, drink sleep around, run amok, do crazy shit or whatever they're trying to figure out in their own life. And then now they're 30 and they have millions of dollars. What are they going to do? They've got to figure this stuff out somehow. So there are a lot of professional athletes who go and blow their cash after their careers and go and do crazy stuff because as a society, we don't allow them to do it when they're young. And I think that it's a really, really, really silly thing that our society does. And I think that it's important that we all look in the mirror and take responsibility for our own growth but it's also important to realize and not beat ourselves up about this stuff, to realize that we will fuck up, we will make mistakes, we will do stupid things. And most people that we look up to that we expect to be perfect aren't perfect, they're human. And they're going to make mistakes, they're going to do crazy things. And that's all part of life. If you have a look at neuroscience and the way that the brain develops, we have this part of the brain, which is more of the primitive part of the brain called the limbic system. And that limbic system is more of our emotional system. And emotions are normally out of balance. They're like a pendulum that swings back and forward. It's what Carl Jung and Sigmund Freud, or especially Sigmund Freud's work, he called the id. And what he said is that we're born with our id, which means essentially we're idiots because we don't think through things. That's where the word idiot comes from. And it's part of a more primitive instinct that humans have. And if you read some work from people like Carl Jung and some of the great philosophers, 
throughout history. I mean, he was a psychotherapist or part of the discovery of psychoanalytical theory. You know, one of the founders, I guess you could say, or one of the godfathers or father figures or whatever you want to call them of psychology. They speak about humans having this instinct, which we align with animals. So you could call it the animalistic behavior, the animalistic instincts we have, which when you look at it is essentially safety and survival. It's our fear response. It's what we worry about, but it's also our need to go out and be more primitive and not really think through things effectively. And it creates our impulses, so our desires. And some of our desires can lead us astray. This is what the Catholics called the seven deadly sins or the Greeks called the eight evil thoughts. And if we have a look at a lot of them, it's the overconsumption of things. And so when you have a look at a lot of these teenage professional athletes that are coming through, they're young, they're crazy, they're not thinking effectively. And I think most people go through it. Most of the people that I grew up with went through it. If we hold them accountable for their past, they can never really live a future. And I would assume that for a lot of athletes, for a lot of famous people, it'd be challenging and really, really tough when people keep bringing up their past all the time. It's also those people who bring up the past who probably are caught in their own past and can't get over their own past. And I think that it's so important to think about our past as a stepping stone towards a greater future than getting caught in our past and beating ourselves up for it and thinking, you know, I shouldn't have done that. I wasted time. I wasted money. I wasted energy. You know, I destroyed my relationships. I destroyed friendships and then live a life of regret and suffering, which there's no need for it. So for those of you out there who are listening to this, who really need to hear this, your past is a stepping stone. It doesn't define who you are. We're always better than our past. But in order to be better than our past, we need to learn from it and keep moving forward and adapting our behaviors. And we have to have the ability to consistently make mistakes. Okay, like I say at my Thrive Time event, part of the reason why you're here is because you want to learn human behavior. This is what I say at the intro of, of that event. I'm an expert, I guess you could say, at human behavior and helping people perform at their best which is why I help a lot of businesses and business owners as well, because you know, 90, 95% of business problems are people problems and human behavior problems in staffing or in marketing or in sales or all of those areas or leadership and so on. But we also have to have the ability to be able to move forward. We have to have the ability to consistently move forward and progress. And this is why I say to everyone, don't be ashamed of your past. If you're worried about that stuff, I would be one of the biggest fuck ups you've ever met. And I still fuck things up. I still make mistakes. But if you hold yourself accountable for making mistakes and you don't see them as learning opportunities, then you're either bound to repeat them or you're bound to suppress the shit out of yourself and beat yourself absolutely down, lower your self-worth, self-respect, dignity, all of those things, and you'll play an average and mediocre game of life. And I don't think that that's a great way to live. So driven mofos, get out there, keep pushing hard, learn from your mistakes, keep growing, keep adapting. And we're all here to learn. I mean, evolution essentially is the progress of information. It's understanding things. If you ever come to my Thrive Time event, which I highly recommend you do if you want to excel and you want to get the best out of yourself and you want to be better each and every day, I think that it's one of the best events on the planet. In fact, I give a money back guarantee on that event because I know how much it will help people to excel. And so, you know, I don't know where you're starting from out there, but I know that event will help you to excel because I teach some of the best mental performance tools on the planet in that event. And it gives you focus, direction, clarity, drive. It will help you to overcome a lot of self-sabotage patterns and understand why self-sabotage happens and when it's triggered and all that sort of stuff so that you can navigate that stuff. Now, it doesn't mean that it goes away because it never goes away. It's like when I hear all these people at events talking about getting rid of your fears. You never get rid of your fear. If that's true, people would just jump off of buildings. People would do the most craziest shit. Imagine if a pilot didn't have fear. They'd never have a checklist and the plane would crash. Part of the reason why they have checklists is because they're trying to mitigate their fear, make sure that they follow instructions, but they also have to have some form of fear. If not, they would probably die. 
So we need to have fear. And I hear people say all the time, you know, we'll get rid of your fears. We'll get rid of your self-sabotage patterns. But you really can't. They're always going to be there. They just trigger you to do something. So fear triggers you to mitigate risk and to make sure you've thought through things effectively. Self-sabotage is always pushing you back in the direction of your values to make sure that you're living the most authentic life that you can. Most people don't realize this because they're completely unclear on their values. And then when they don't live their values and they self-sabotage, they beat the shit out of themselves, lower their self-worth, lower their ability to achieve things in their own life, and then wonder why they're not getting the results that they want in life. So anyway, Driven Mofos, stay looking forward. Look back on the past to reflect at how far you've come, but stay looking forward. Make sure you're clear with your mission. Make sure you're clear with your vision. Make sure you set very clear and accountable goals so that you stay on track. And then make sure that you're able to enjoy life as well on that process so that you're not one of those people who just work flat out all the time and don't actually enjoy the process of the work that you put in. Because if not, that can create a very miserable life. Anyway, Driven Mofos, have a great day. Also, if you haven't shared this podcast with at least one person this week, if you could do that, our numbers are going through the roof and it's because of each and every one of you who have been sharing this podcast, rating this podcast, letting friends and family know about it. I really do appreciate it. I couldn't do this stuff and probably I wouldn't do it as well if the community wasn't here and consistently supporting what I do. And, you know, obviously in return, I want to support each and every one of you to keep pushing hard, to keep achieving your goals and keep growing to be the best that you can be. Driven Mofos, if you can just share it with one person this week, I'd really, really appreciate it. Have a great day. Keep kicking massive goals. And I look forward to you joining me back here once again on another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Take care. Keep pushing hard. 